1: Julie Ryan.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a whole bunch of callers on hold, and we will get to them in just a second but before we do, I have a special person I want to introduce you to and her name's Arizona Bell. Hi girl, are you with us? I am. Hi Julie, thank you for having me. You're welcome. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, you know. I'm all things considered, I'm I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm um, well, too. Everybody, I was on Arizona's show a couple of weeks ago, and you can see all the links on, on our social media at Ryan on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and Arizona is a really special gal because she was, you were a journalist really first, right?
2: Yeah, my background was in journalism and magazine writing and all of that kind of fun stuff, everything communications and writing based basically was my background and then I had a spiritual awakening so yeah I'm kind of bringing my skills from before my spiritual awakening to post-spiritual awakening Arizona and that's how I ended up where I am
0: and when I met you you were in Mallorca Spain which sounded very exotic and very glamorous to me was it as, (laughs) as exotic and glamorous as I think it was you know, it kind
2: of was. Yeah, it was great. Um I'm an American and German citizen. So I was able to live anywhere in Europe. And I settled on a Spanish island for a couple of years. And, you know, I was loving it. But I got called back home. And, you know, with everything going on this year, I needed to be around family and friends. And so I'm really excited to be back,
0: too. We're expe- excited to have you be back. I know I was texting you right after you got back, and I was saying, "Welcome home! Welcome back to the red, white, and blue USA." And uh, <laughs> I, know. I think so, in the so, in the time so during back. in the time during COVID, you were like, "God, I hope I can get out of here."
2: Oh, and uh, yeah, my plane was delayed three times. I was pretty much stuck in Spanish lockdown, so it was a very interesting experience for sure. I'm very excited to be back. The recording with my has started.
0: Yeah. I bet. Well, tell everybody about your spiritual experience really, really fast. And then I want you to tell everybody really what you do and how they can find you. So those three Sure.
2: Yeah. So just in a quick nutshell, basically I had dabbled with spirituality, but my real spiritual awakening happened when my mother passed away. And She was my whole world and I was young, relatively speaking, and I didn't know anybody who had ever lost anybody, especially a parent at that point in my life. And so I was just really brought to my knees and I went through a massive spiritual transformation and essentially, you know, just started living my life the way I knew I needed to, um, understanding that life was short and having seen death Right in the face and watching my mother die a slow death. So I started what was a little spiritual magazine because again, my background was in magazine writing. And so I started there and it's essentially just developed or evolved into this spiritual media company. So now I have Spirit Guides Media, which is a spiritually attuned media company, I would say. And within that, we have all kinds of stuff going on. I have a podcast, which is called A Matter of Life and Death with Arizona Bell, which, yes, you were just on, and I had rave reviews from everybody. Everybody loves Julie Ryan, so thank you again for coming on. And, yeah, so just, and I'm an author as well. I just had a book released called Soul Magic, so kind of just doing everything in the realm of media, but with a spiritual angle.
0: And she has oh. a global following too. You guys, she people follow her for her retreats and things. All all these exotic oh, places. Yeah. I keep I, I to, keep asking her to invite I, me.
2: <laughs> I used to do retreats before COVID, so hopefully that can pick up
0: again. Yeah, we I know do you were international
2: in
3: retreats.
0: When I met you, you were in some place amazing, like Italy or someplace. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I was we're like,
2: doing a a wine and divine like spirits and spirits in Italy wine country retreat. So I can't wait for those days, right, to come back.
0: <laughs> I know, and I keep saying, you know, if you're going someplace really amazing, can can I be on the guest list or something? Oh
2: yeah, you're up. You're on my. You're on my list for sure. Don't worry. We just got to get the world back up and running,
0: right? Yeah, I think it's coming. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, the the numbers are. It's not so much the numbers being tested and the cases that are showing up, it's the number of deaths and they are plummeting. They're down like 85% or something. I heard a statistic today, Arizona, that only 6% of the total hospital beds in all of the U.S. are COVID beds. Only 6%. Wow. So when people get really scared because they see big numbers of 60,000 new COVID cases, well, yeah, but you know, there nobody's dying right. from it because we know right. what the, what to do to get people well. And, uh, yeah, I think depending it, as long as you're not elderly with a bunch of comorbidity issues, you've got like a 99% chance of recovering and most people don't even have any symptoms. So right, I I think it's say We
2: talked a little bit about that on my podcast, you and I, and it was very, very comforting to people. And just talking about the fear, kind of from a spiritual angle. So I really appreciate
4: that.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't get into political stuff. At all. I just look at the numbers and I was in the hospital supply business for 30 years and I look mm-hmm. at there, there are on average 600,000 deaths a year in the U.S. from hospital infections. They're called nosocomial infections. 600,000 each year and nobody's throwing a fit about that. So <laughs> yeah. I, it, I just, I'm looking at the numbers, you know, it's my businesswoman head and I'm saying, all right, I had a 99.9% chance of recovering. And most of the time people don't have any symptoms and the death rate's really down. And I think go live right. your life. I've flown three times since June and it's been great. The airlines, I flew Delta cause, you know, of course they live in the South. I always laugh. Somebody told me several years ago, if you're heading South, even if you're going to hell, you got to stop in Atlanta on Delta, <laughs> which is true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Having, having flown to Europe very, a, a lot of times, it's actually true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Atlanta is the busiest airport in the world and. I, I go through Delta and through Atlanta from Birmingham. I'm a, I'm about a 15 minute flight to Atlanta from here, but it's, uh, you know, it's, they're really doing an absolutely amazing job. The airlines, the airports, all the people, the TSA, everybody is just doing a superb job. So don't be afraid to fly. If you want to go someplace, go. You could get a good price on a ticket. I got to upgrade for first class on a round trip for an extra $40 or something each way. Ooh, I thought, well, that's a no-brainer. Right. That's what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah. I know. It was great. I'm going to get spoiled, though, from doing that. So, anyways. Well, how can people find you?
2: Yes, I forgot that bit. So, the easiest way to find me is spiritguidesmedia.com, and I'm also on Instagram at spirit guides media. So that's the quickest way. And
0: then from there you can go down the rabbit hole. Okay. Terrific. And do you have any, anything you want to leave with everybody right now in this whole COVID and especially Americans, the COVID thing, the, you know, the election thing, we're a few days off from the election and some people feel like we're just really kind of all at the end of our wits, all stressed out and all that. Any, yeah. any words of wisdom you want to leave with everybody?
2: Yeah, you know, I'll just say what I, what I've really come to realize lately, because I feel like I've been looking externally um throughout all of this for months now, because, you know, things change daily, and the media delivers us new things daily. So I've been looking like everybody else, looking at Twitter and the news and all this stuff, and it's just so important to remember to look inside. That's where we kind of can switch from fear to love, and, like, me consciously doing that over the past many weeks, yes, I want to know what's going on in the world, but, like, turning inward and remembering that that's where my spiritual anchoring in and that's where my spiritual like GPS system is that's that's so important and we just have to do that right now so we can kind of keep centered in all of the chaos so
0: i agree when we feel stressed and we feel a negative emotion i teach in my class that it's just our in, to your point internal gps and it's our spirit saying hey you are out of alignment You know, look at Mm -hmm. this from a different perspective and you'll know that you're back in alignment when you're having thoughts that are either at least neutral or they feel good because if we're having a thought that feels bad. Spirits, pure love and pure joy doesn't mean you have to love everybody and love everything, but it means that you're at least neutral and you can look at things from different perspectives because in the spirit world, nothing's good. Nothing's bad. It's just an experience. And I think that's hard for us to remember when, especially we're in the middle of, you know, getting bombarded from the media Especially Absolutely. with, uh, you know, with all this doom and gloom and, and all this other stuff. So I think we're, right. we're on the same page with that. By the way, mm-hmm. everybody, I'm going to interview Arizona for our Thanksgiving show. I'm not doing a live show on Thanksgiving, but I'm going to interview Arizona. So we will do a deep dive, my girl, for Thanksgiving. I wait. And, uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll really have lots of nuggets of wonderful advice and, and things for everybody come Thanksgiving time so I'm looking forward to that we'll, we'll pre-tape that show and it'll be available on Thanksgiving evening so alright well thanks so much for joining us and I will talk to you soon stay with thanks, us everybody Julie. you bet we are going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to talk to jo- Johanna who's our, our next caller so stay with us everybody everyone. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show and our next caller is Johanna. Hi Johanna. Hi Julie. How are you girl? I'm pretty good, all things considered. (laughs) Terrific. Please, I'm well, thanks. Please tell everybody where Mm -hmm. you're calling from. I'm calling from Massachusetts, Braintree, Massachusetts. Terrific, which is near Boston, right? Near Boston, yes. Yes, terrific. Well, thanks for calling in this evening. Do you have a question for me?
5: I do. Um, My mother-in-law in in Ireland, Killarney, Ireland, um, she's 99 years old, and uh, we're planning on visiting um, from the 10th of December onward, but recently she's developed a chest infection, and um, the doctor is pretty concerned about her. So I'm hoping maybe you can shed some light on, on the whole situation and maybe tune in and give me some
0: hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you thinking about moving your trip to an earlier date, Johanna, or are you just we'll, kind we'll of on hold? we about
5: it, but uh, mm-hmm. maybe the next couple of days will tell a lot and see how she's doing. Um, but we have considered that, yes. Mm-hmm. We haven't made uh, plans uh, to move it up yet, but mm-hmm. uh, because just found out about um, the concern of the doctor. But um, hopefully, we can do that if
0: if we need to. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that the borders are open and you can get in there. Yes, right now. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, so would you like for me to scan her and see what's going on? Yes, I would, Julie. That would be great. Okay, so how this works, everybody, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to watch a laser beam, Johanna. It's going to come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to Come up to Boston, hook into you, and then I'm going to go across the Atlantic to Ireland to your mother-in-law. What is her first name? Peggy. Peggy. Okay. And I'm going to ask her permission if I can scan her. And then it'll be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scanner, an MRI. If If she says yes, I can scan people that say no. But I don't because I think it's a violation of their privacy. And then once I get her on my radar, Johanna, then it's going to be, like I said, as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And so we'll see what's going on. Something will be identified and then there'll be a healing if need be. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, where we had the hurricane blow through here last night. And had had some interesting winds and rain but not too much damage and it's still blown like crazy out there right now so Mm -hmm. here we go here comes my laser beam got you thank you Mm -hmm. now i'm going over to ireland to miss peggy okay got her okay Miss Peggy, I am talking to Johanna. Is may I scan you energetically? She's so sweet. Johanna, she goes, Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> I guess I guess you're trusting when you're ninety-nine. How about mm-hmm. that? So a lot of inflammation. Lot of inflammation in her body. The good news is she's not dying. Her her spirit is still in her body, Johanna. So if it wasn't if she was dying, her spirit would be on top of her head. It looks like a, a bubble, like you'd see in a cartoon caption where the words are that the character is thinking. So she is, she is not dying at the moment. So that's good news. Okay. Um, inflammation looks like red fog over body parts. And I'm getting the inflammation calmed down with anti-inflammatory energy, which is a royal blue color. The reason why I'm so descriptive, Johanna, is because If you can envision what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, if I'm talking about your body, it helps the healing, helps your body integrate the healing. If we're working on somebody else, I'm descriptive as well because you're helping me do the healing on her. We're tag-teaming her on this healing. Mm -hmm. So anti-inflammatory energy getting reduced. Yeah, her lungs look really goopy. Um is she at home? She's just on antibiotics right now? Yes. Okay. I'm seeing a I bacterial infection. The, I uh, think she's got pneumonia. Uh, oh. What did you say, Johanna?
5: I think I believe they're using a steroid too. hmm
0: Yeah, Some I part. bet. Yeah. I bet. Okay. So it looks like she has bacterial pneumonia that the antibiotic will help. They always treat for both bacteria and viral because they go hand in hand a lot of the time. If it starts viral, it can develop into a bacterial infection. So what I'm watching happen in this healing is I'm watching her lungs get sucked out. The mucus that's in her lungs with a suction (laughs) tube, that's an energetic suction tube that's sucking those out. Okay, all right, I'm giving her a boost of Vitamin C, zinc, and D3. Is there somebody that lives with her that you can get to give that combination to her? It'll help her heal faster. Yeah. Okay. Esther C is the one that I like. Some kind of buffered vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams, 50 of zinc, and I would do eight to 10,000 IUs of D3. Those are all immune boosts. And that will help her a lot. If you can get whoever's with her, the C and zinc, if you can, if you can get them to give it to her a couple of times a day, even three times a day, it will help a lot. Okay. Okay. So, uh, will, will you be able to visit her? Yes. Do you need, is it in Johanna's best interest to move her trip sooner to Ireland? I get a yes on that as well, Johanna. I think it makes sense for you to go over because you're going to have to quarantine when you get there, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I would move it up. That's what I'm getting as far as guidance for you. Okay. So I hope that helps, and I hope she's feeling better and, and you can get to see her. How long are you planning on staying? Well, two weeks quarantine and then two weeks with her. Okay all right well good luck I hope she I hope she feels better and I hope you enjoy your trip thanks for calling stay with us everybody we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show welcome back everybody You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and our next caller is Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca.
6: Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing real well. Thank you. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm in Silver Spring, Maryland. It's about a quarter mile outside of uh, Washington, D.C.
0: Yeah. What's going on there? You guys have rain? Yeah, we have a flooded basement. <laughs> oh no! Now that you mention it, yeah. Oh, so no. I mean, too,
6: this this too will pass, but uh, we've got our heaters out and all that. Oh, yeah. are
0: you are yeah, you bailing in the water? In. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. No, no. <laughs> oh, get the so, shop back out, huh? It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh well, <laughs> I hope I hope that it stops raining and you get your basement fixed. And get it dried oh, we'll out. Get
6: there. Yeah, thank you. We will by tomorrow, but.
0: Good. So. Good. Well, you got
6: a question for me? Sure. It's about my husband, um, my mm-hmm. wonderful husband of 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, he's been in a pretty severe depression now for three years. Mm-hmm. And drugs, and yeah, drugs and therapy have helped somewhat, but uh, not enough. But lately our big concern now is that he has severe brain fog and mm-hmm. he feels like his cognitive skills are declining to the mm-hmm. point where maybe his job might be in jeopardy. Oh boy. So yeah. And another problem he's having is he's trim- trembling his hands and his feet and he doesn't mm-hmm. his doctor doesn't think that has anything to do with the drugs, but it's a concern.
0: Mhm. And and they don't think he's he's gone into Parkinson's or anything like that.
6: They they don't believe so. He's had a full neurological workup, and you know they didn't say anything about that. So
5: mm-hmm. um,
6: hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> and they okay. they want him to do some MRIs, but uh, he's he's reluctant to do it because there's ink involved. They want him to mm-hmm. do the full. And he thinks that that's problematic and that he might have negative reactions to the thigh. So mm-hmm. when I suggested you're, you know, talking to you, he thought that would be an all-natural way of kidding him. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> Absolutely. He's right. What a smart man. There's nothing wrong with his cognitive skills in that area. Okay. What's his name, Rebecca? His name's Bill. Bill. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to him through you and I'll ask his permission to scan him, which I fully expect to get since you said he thought that was a good idea. So here we go. Go Here comes my laser beam from Birmingham heading up to you in Maryland. Got you. Okay. Got Bill. Bill, um, is it okay if I scan you energetically? Yes. All right. Good job setting that up. All right. So I'm shooting energy from his feet up through the top of his head. Mm, interesting. All right, first of all, I'm seeing some scar tissue in his brain. Was he mm-hmm. has he been in a car accident Rebecca? Did he play sports? Has he fallen? Anything like that? No to to any of those. Okay. Never been in a car accident. Didn't play play sports. Never fallen. Well, he, I mean, he has, but not sports where he's gotten uh, hurt. You know. Okay, and it, and it doesn't even matter if he's had any head injuries. It's just huh. what kind of sports did he play?
6: Uh, mostly racquetball, tennis, uh, yoga. <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, running.
0: Okay. All right. So I wasn't playing football or soccer or
6: lacrosse. No, or no, no, hockey. Rugby no. <laughs> or
0: something, like hockey. Okay. Good. All right. And, um, the reason I'm, reason I'm asking is I'm seeing a lot of scar tissue in his head. And, wow. and scar tissue looks like chicken cartilage that you find in a chicken breast with the bone in it, Rebecca. Ooh. And uh-huh. when I see that, it can occlude neural pathways. So okay. I am removing that. And it's uh, brain matter looks to me like thick cooked oatmeal, which sounds crazy. Oh, and, you yeah. know, my analogies are hilarious. And it's only because I'm, I'm getting information downloaded into my head so that you can get a quick visual of what I'm okay. seeing in my mind's eye. And so I'm okay. scooping that out. You know, if you take a big spoonful of oatmeal, it's going to leave a divot in the oatmeal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've done that. And I am uh, filling it with stem cell energy, which looks like a light amber colored gel. has sparkles in it, and it has a watery consistency to it. And do you remember back in the 60s and 70s, there was that hair gel called Dippity Doo? Do you remember that? Oh dippity-doo. Yeah. It was green, wasn't it? Or pink. Well (laughs) it was green and purple and pink. This reminds me of dippity-doo, but my my stem cell energy dippity-doo is amber colored and it has sparkles in it. So uh so that's filling up the divot and then there's a vortex that's formed above it, Rebecca. Which imagine Mm -hmm. a funnel cloud just spinning a vortex very fast, and that transforms the stem cell energy into new body parts. In this case, it's brain matter. So that's hmm. happening. I'm coming around the the left side of his brain. This is in the back, like the back left quadrant. So I'm coming around to the front of his brain. Yeah, I can see a lot of brain fog. Uh, I think that's from medication. I believe it's from medication. I also believe it's from his gut. Gut biome oh. can cause brain okay. fog as well okay so uh-huh. um i'm doing that go for the, okay
6: go for the test
0: <laughs> yeah if you email me julia dot com i'll send you a link for the gut biome test which is going to okay. tell you what the superfoods are for him to eat and the foods for him to avoid and everything else which is going to help his gut get healthy and uh, gut biome test is a fancy word for a poop test, everybody. <laughs> so right. it's just, you know, it sounds official, but that's basically what it is. So I'm doing that. Okay, coming around to the right side of his head. I've removed the brain fog, and I'm getting that out. Uh, there's, a, there's a YouTube video I want you to watch, and it's by a doctor named David Perlmutter, P-E-R-L-M-U-T-T-E-R. And MD, he's in Florida and he works with Parkinson's patients and he gives them an IV of glutathione, which is a great antioxidant. That's a detox. Have you heard of glutathione? Sure. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And I want you to watch that because I think that there's some application there for Bill. That's number one. The other okay. thing is, if you go to Amen Clinics, A-M-E-N Clinics, plural, dot com, I believe they have a clinic in Reston, Virginia, I'm thinking, uh-huh. and okay. uh, and you may want to consider going there, and, and I think they're going to be able to help you, too. They will take what's called a SPECT scan of Bill's brain, and it will show which... Parts of his brain are lighting up and which ones aren't. And that will be helpful with treating to get the cognitive, uh, resonance back where it's. Are, are you sensing some Parkinson's possibility? And problematic. I'm getting Parkinson's symptoms, but symptoms. I don't know. Okay. I don't get that he has Parkinson's, but I get that he has Parkinson's symptoms. Symptoms. So right. I but think not, that it, Not drug
6: related or you can't tell.
0: I get drug related and, uh, and I get that it makes sense to use the glutathione to help detox his body. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, so hopefully that'll help with all that. Great. Okay. Well, good luck oh, with right. the basement and good luck with Bill. The, you know, <laughs> okay, well, the, you depression, so much, the depression, the depression too can be caused by brain injury and scar tissue. So that's why and, and I, I wanted I to ask it. you
6: the, the the scar tissue that you picked up on you you feel that that was is um causing cognitive decline as
0: well? Absolutely. So it, Absolutely. Absolutely. What happens is it, it occludes neural pathways. And when I remove it, then the neural pathways light up and his lit up once I was done with that healing. And they look like laser beams that crisscross a room in a museum as part of the security system. You've probably seen that in a Uh movie where, you know, where thieves were trying to steal a painting or something. And uh, his are lit back up, but yeah, he's got several things going on. So I think Amen Clinic's you, I would call there and find out if you can get him in to be seen, and I would uh, do the gut biome test, and I would look for Dr. Perlmutter's YouTube videos for Parkinson's. We'll do all of them. All right, thanks okay. so much, Julie. You are most welcome. Thanks for calling. Good luck with your basement and with your husband. Thanks again. Okay. Bye <laughs> bye. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let's go to Susan next. Hi, Susan. Oh, hi, Julie. Thanks for taking my call. You're I,
7: um, welcome. I have a question about using a rebounder. I yeah. um, was it was recommended for inflammation, but then I, uh, my aunt had um, prolapse, and I had I have I C, and I just thinking that when I started to use it, it started feeling kind of uncomfortable in my body, and I didn't know if it means that it's not in my best interest to jump on it, but that if I could just bounce on it, and I heard that it can help to move lymph, and so I'm wondering if you see in my best interest to bounce on the rebounder and how long each day you would think or if there's certain times of day. I tried to research it, but I wasn't quite finding information about it. So my friend suggested maybe I just keep my feet on the ground but lift my heels so that I'm bouncing but not jumping. So that's my question, whether you have a feel for that.
0: So is this Susie from the Bay
7: Area? Yeah, it is. That's why I I didn't say hi when you said Susan, because I don't relate to being Susan, but maybe that's what my phone says. That's what your phone says, and I'm going,
0: this is Susie. This isn't Susan. This is Susie. So I'm recognizing your voice. How funny. Susie, stay with us. I'm going to hold you over after the break. We'll come right back. Everybody stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. We were talking with Susie from the San Francisco Bay Area before we went to break. And Susie, you were talking about that you got a rebounder and you wanted to see if it was in your best interest to use it. I get a resounding yes.
7: Okay. And is it, um, do you see how long I should do it per day? And is it something best in the morning if you're trying to move limbs for inflammation?
0: Well, this is really bizarre, but what I got is to do it 17 minutes a day. I have no idea why, but that's just what came in. 17 minutes a day in the morning or afternoon, I get both. <laughs> you can. So okay. if she if she can choose one, which one is better to get the morning?
7: Okay. And is it best not to jump since I have whatever the inofficial cystitis, is it best to just bounce rather than jump?
0: I get both. I get what I'm getting is do it and have fun and make it a game and you know put on some great music and just have a ball with it and it's going to be fabulous for you. Don't worry about okay. trying to control all of it. Just do it and have fun and it's going to be wonderful okay. for you. Okay. Well,
7: great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We Thanks rest. for calling. Great to take hear care. from you.
0: you. Bye bye. Thank you. You Bye bye. Okay, let's see who we have next. I get uh Depiro 201 area code. Hi, this is Julie who's this? Hi Julie, it's
8: Leslie.
0: Can you hear Hi me? Leslie, I can. I can. It just said Depiro oh, on my on my dashboard and I knew that there was probably another name I needed to know. So, hi Leslie, welcome. Yeah.
8: Hi, I called you a couple of weeks ago, um, and you contacted my parents who passed, and mm-hmm. um, it was great. And now I'm calling about my cat. Um, she's alive, She's, uh, but she's not feeling well. I- I'm not exactly sure what's wrong with her. She's, like, urinating, and there's blood in her urine, and she's constantly, like, um, licking herself. And... Huh. Uh, I don't know if it's nerves. I'm not really sure
9: what's going on. Where, first of all, where are you? Where are you located, Leslie? Where are you
0: calling us from?
8: Sure, I'm calling from Bergen County in New Jersey,
4: Brazil.
0: Okay, all right. And did you take? What's your cat's name? Her name is Minnie. <laughs> That's hilarious. Minnie, Minnie Mouse yeah, the cat. Not.
8: Not like Minnie Mouse, like Minnie, like Tiny. She's, she's, she's a tiny cat,
10: so she's Minnie. Okay.
0: Okay. Alright. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course I think of Minnie Mouse, the cat named, you know, after yeah. a mouse. I think that's a riot. So, did okay. you take her to the vet yet?
8: I have taken her several times for this, um excessive licking. um like to the point where she actually loses patches of hair. And they told me she's, you know, like a skittish cat. They've given her, like, steroid shots. Um, and the last time there was a little blood in her urine, they said, again, it was just, like,
0: nerves. But I- I'm wondering if there's something else. Blood in the urine doesn't sound like nerves to me. It sounds like there's more pressing things going on. And it may be that from the steroids, it's really upset her stomach. And, um, and so she's got allergies just because her gut's so out of whack. You know, we talk about the gut biome of people. Animals have gut biomes too. And especially animals when they're on steroids or antibiotics, it messes up their gut biomes as well. So I would do some research on that. What I'm getting is that that's what's going on. I, I'm seeing an irritated bladder. In her, and okay. I, I think she's got an overgrowth of yeast. So I would, I'm getting that out of her system. And I am, uh, putting this antiseptic cream basically that has anti-inflammatory material in it and rocket booster fuel for Healing tender tissues, and I'm coating her stomach with that. But I think her gut biome's really messed up from the steroids. Is she still on them or is she off of them now?
8: Um, she got an injection probably mm, about three months ago. That was the uh-huh. last time she's gotten it.
0: Yeah. When we as humans take antibiotics and steroids, it's like a nuclear bomb going off in our guts, and it can take two to three years for it to come back. So, food is the best mm-hmm. medicine. And uh I would do some Googling on healthy gut biomes for cats, for the cats, okay. and see what you come up with. And I would ask your vet about that, too. But I think blood in the urine, I, I agree with you, that's a red flag. Pardon the pun, but yeah. that's, you know, that's something that's just not, that doesn't sound right. You may want to get a second yeah. opinion. I'm sorry? You may want to get a second opinion.
8: Yeah, uh yeah, I think so Cause, and and I mean I know she's a nervous cat but the the hair loss from her like excessively licking like on her hind legs uh and I do get her like a specialty cat food that's like um grain free um, so I don't I don't know. I mean I I can take her to another vet just to get another opinion. I hate the having to put her on steroids and
0: Yeah. I get it's, it's allergic. She's allergic to something that's causing the skin issues. And also it's her gut because that's yeah. usually where it originates in, in skin issues, both in humans and in animals is it's a, mm. you know, it's a gut imbalance is what's going on. So I would yeah. get online and see what you can find of how to get a healthy gut biome going for cats. I don't know of a test. Okay. I just know about that for humans, but I don't know about it for cats, yeah. but I'm sure you can find all kinds of information online on it and, um, and see what's going on. Other than that, does the rash and the, the um, itchiness seem to be seasonal yeah. related or is it year round? It's year round. Mm, okay. And she's an indoor so, cat. I was going to say it may be something in your house is what I was just going to say. Well,
8: we just moved, so it's uh she was doing it in our prior house as well, unless it's something you know that came with us to our new house but um yeah she it's it's almost like she's just um, I could see it being a nervous habit, uh, but I'm just I'm just I don't know it's just it all seems to be the back of her body um when I adopted her. She had what's called a lame tail. It wasn't, I don't know if she, as a little kitten, she was hit or something, um, uh, by a car. So her, her tail was basically paralyzed. So it had to be removed. So she's Aww. my little mini kitty with no tail. Uh, she's Aww. the cutest thing, but it's just, it seems like everything, like the hot, her hind leg, she's constantly back there. So I didn't know if that had anything to do with anything. I don't know. I just keep going back to the vet, and they keep telling me the same thing, and that's just feel like kind of helpless, but I could look into
0: it. it Well, thanks for calling tonight, Leslie. Good luck to Minnie the cat, and uh, stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We're going to Get back to the phones here in just a second, but just wanted to remind you that we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. The call in number is 712-775-7035 and the access code is 483-620-POUND. This information is available on my website, JulieRyan.com and in the show notes wherever you download podcasts. We're available on all of the, the main channels for podcast distribution and also on YouTube and Alexa. So please remember to subscribe and leave a review for me. I would love that if you'd leave a review. And an easy way to do that is that just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash julie ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And you know, it's the last show of the month, which means next week I'm going to give away a free session valued at $155. And all you have to do are three easy things. Follow me on Instagram at Ryan. Sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com and leave a review at RateThisPodcast.com forward slash Julie. And then you, too, may be the lucky winner. And then I'll have you for a whole hour. And that's really fun when I get you for for an hour and we can talk about whatever you want, multiple topics, whatever you want to discuss. Uh, also, call in details can be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. I, we always post a reminder the day of the show. And while you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. And it's a question somebody has submitted online along with my answer. And you can schedule an appointment with me there. I'm booked out a couple of months. And go ahead and get on my calendar. And then when you get your confirmation email, there'll be a little button at the bottom that says reschedule. Click on that when you think of it. And that will show you if other earlier appointments have opened up. And people reschedule all the time. So you can do that as well. And uh, everything you need to know can be found at ryan.com All right. This week... Our call is from Lori, and Lori is in Forest Hill, California, and she said, Hi, Julie. I've been experiencing paranormal activity in a fairly new structure built on our property, including faucets turning on, banging noises, and toilet flushing. It's particularly strong during normal work hours and daylight which is not what you would would expect, right? I thought that was funny when I read that. You know, you usually think of hauntings at night, but she's got this going on in the day. She went on to say, Can you please shed some light on this situation and ask whatever spirit or spirits to stop? I'm feeling unwanted in my own space. Thanks, Lori. And here's my response. Hi, Lori. Since Halloween's in a few days... I thought it was a perfect time to see if I could get some answers for you about the spooky happenings at your new structure. So in order to get some information for you, I energetically connected to you and from you to your building and found several spirits there. I was told they were the David Armstrong family and had come from the Midwest in the early 1950s. David and his family looked like characters from the 1970s TV show, Little House on the Prairie. I saw in my mind's eye the spirits of a husband, wife, and three children. Oh, and a covered wagon and a dog that looked like Benji. Remember Benji the dog that was big? I think in the 70s and 80s. I think he made several movies. Just kind of a mutt, but kind of a terrier-looking mutt. Cute, cute, cute. It seems the family came to the area because of the gold rush mining boom and homesteaded land. These spirits didn't realize they were dead, so I helped them transition to heaven by requesting the assistance of deceased relatives. As described in my book, Angelic Attendance, what really happens as we transition from this life into the next, a welcome to heaven group consisting of the spirits of their deceased family and friends beckoned them into a bright whitish yellow wall of light. And then I saw the entire Armstrong family cross over into heaven Heaven looks to me like this plasma wall of this brilliant whitish yellowish light. I have yet to see like a stone gate with St. Peter and a clipboard sitting in front of the entrance to heaven, but I always see this plasma wall. And when spirits go through it, it, it doesn't open up. It's like walking through plasma and then it immediately seals right back up. That's just how I see it. This will hopefully help quiet the paranormal activities in your building. If they continue, just ask the spirits to leave and they will. You can even call them by name. Always remember, all spirits are based in love, so there's nothing to fear. Regardless of what we've been taught, evil spirits don't exist. I know that's a big statement, but they don't exist. And, by the way, just out of curiosity, I googled David Armstrong, 1850, Forest Hill, California, and learned there was, in fact, a David Armstrong in the area at that time. He owned a sawmill about an hour away in Pine Grove, California, and was a partner in several mines. In addition, he was originally from Ohio and arrived in the area in the early 1850s. So, what did I get? I got that he'd come from the Midwest, Ohio's in the Midwest, I got that he had arrived in the early 1850s it said that's in this article and it mentioned him by name so if you go on my website ask dot and you go in my blog i've got a link to the article that i saw that talked about him and then i closed with it's fun to research the information we get from spirit especially when we can find historical documents that corroborate the details we receive Happy, calm Halloween. So thanks, Lori, for that question. I thought it was fun to, to, uh, get that information. And we always do that when there's a, uh, um, paranormal situation in somebody's home or building or even doing past life stuff we get information that most of the time we can corroborate online with historical documents and that's what happened with this so that was a fun question from laurie laurie i hope it calms down for you all right let's go back to the phones and our next caller is allison hi allison hi julie how are How are are you girl i'm well how are you
4: good, good, good. Thanks for taking my call. Specifically about that thing I wrote, uh, I read last night um, uh, about uh, uh the lady that was having problems of what you just read. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that, remember, all spirits come out of loving. And I go, uh-oh, wait a minute. Is it because you can't see them personally? But before you answer this, this is on evil uh, as opposed to loving spirit. Um, mm-hmm. I am a fanatic about uh, the Travel Channel, uh, like uh, shows Ghost Adventures and The Dead Files with Amy Allen. And her deal is she goes in and helps families that have problems that uh, really have problems. And she's always saying that it's it's evil. Either they were human at one time. They want to possess you, kill you. Uh, you know, they were killed early in life. There, she even goes into ancient aliens that have been here forever. Uh, so what's the scoop? Are they really evil? It, 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 is it because you can't see them or is it what's the deal? I don't understand.
0: Okay. Well, first of all, tell us where you're located. Where are you calling in from?
4: I'm sorry, Allison Strobel from Colorado Springs.
0: Colorado Springs. Okay. So yeah. here's the deal with evil spirits. Evil spirits have been concocted by men, and by religions, and by civilizations and cultures throughout the millennia to control the masses. Because what what controls people better than fear? Nothing. Even, even to the point where if you go back and you look at the history after World War II in the Nuremberg trials where they were, where they were, uh, trying the Nazis and they had several Nazi generals there and, and they asked them, how did you get the most well-educated country, as in Germany, how did you get them to buy into all the Nazi horrific stuff that was going on? And they said, it's really easy. It's fear. If you can get a society to feel fear or people to feel fear, they're going to look for somebody to come in and rescue them and help them. And that's what cultures and religions have done since the beginning of time. So that's number one. Number two, all spirits are based in love because spirits are a high vibration, So, as I mentioned earlier, Allison, when we have a feeling that feels bad, that's our spirit telling us we're out of alignment. Okay? That's a low vibration, and most of the time, it's something that's false. It's not going to kill us in the next, you know, how I talk about the two-minute roll. If something's going to kill you in the next two minutes, change the conditions. Otherwise, it's false. So when people talk about evil spirits, the travel channel and the dead files and all of that, that you're watching. Yeah, those are entertainment. You know, those are they're entertainment. They are wanting to get a reaction out of you as all entertainment does you know, the movies and TV and stuff like that. And um, if they get a reaction out of you and they get you to feel an emotion, then they're entertaining you. Okay. So that's how that works. When people see spirits or figures or pictures or whatever of something that's scary, they're looking at whatever that is through their own frame of reference. For instance, if you see gargoyles, You think, oh, my gosh, they look so scary. But if you show gargoyles to somebody that grew up, say, in an indigenous tribe in the middle of the Amazon that had never seen a gargoyle before in a scary context, they wouldn't think it would be scary. So we all look at things through a perspective based on what we've seen before and what we've been told. By the way, am I on speakerphone Allison, if I am, will you get me off speaker? Okay. All right. I'm hearing Uh a little bit of feedback. Okay. So that's number two. Number three is when spirits show themselves and they look distorted, our human existence is very dense. So spirits sometimes look like scary figures as they're coming into our reality i'm going to need to take a quick break allison and i'll come back to you in just a minute so stay with us everybody we'll be right back welcome back before we went to break we were talking with allison in colorado springs and allison you asked such a great question about evil spirits and uh and so I was talking about that. I don't believe they exist. I've never seen one. Every everything I get from spirit is that all spirits are pure love, and uh, mm-hmm. and there are no such things as evil spirit. They were created by civilizations and religions to control the masses. And you know, look at it right now. My gosh, you know what's controlling the masses around the world? Is this fear of the yeah, of the you're right, um, fear. Covid. But another quick story. One of my best friends told me a story one time. This was before I, I knew her. She said that she was sitting in her living room and she and her husband were having marital problems. And there she saw this, this, this face coming through her, her heavy wooden front doors as a spirit and she said it was really scary and so she said she had an umbrella stand next to the front door and her son's golf club was in the umbrella stand and she got the golf club and she told the spirit to leave and she said you are not coming in my house and she said it was an evil spirit. And I told her, I said, "There are no such things as evil spirits." She goes, "Well, this one looked really evil," and I so I went back and did an instant replay, like I do. I can go back in time, and I saw what was happening. And this spirit's face looked like the face of a robber that put a pair of pantyhose over his, over his face, you know, to distort okay. it. You've seen that in the movies, and. Uh, and I talked to the spirit. Well, it was the spirit of a of a man who was looking for his daughter. He ended up being a, a Civil War soldier. He got the name of his daughter. Well, his daughter had reincarnated as one of my friend's daughters. And we got all this information about where he lived and what his name was and his kids' names and all that jazz. And we were able to corroborate all of it online. So... I think that was a great example of that spirit looked distorted because it was coming through that heavy wooden door that was very dense, obviously. And my friend. Yeah, well, it's not misreading. It's just seeing things through our perspective based on what our experience, what our life experience is. You know, it's like. If you're taught that uh drinking iced tea is really dangerous and then you see people drinking iced tea, you're going to find that, that upsetting. And then somebody else is going to go, well, what's dangerous about drinking iced tea? There's nothing wrong with iced tea. So it's all our perspective. But the easy way to tell whether something is true or not is if it feels good. If it feels good, you're in alignment with your spirit. If it feels bad, you're not. Now, if it feels bad and you're you're in danger of, of getting injured or, hurt or killed, change the conditions. If you're standing in the middle of the road and there's a truck heading towards you and it feels bad and scary, move before you get run right over. But most things that feel bad to us, it's just our spirit saying, hey, you're out of alignment, look at it from a different perspective because everything unfolds perfectly and everything's in our best interest. So all those shows you like well, to I watch, one, those one scary shows, those scary shows are just entertainment, my girl. Okay, what's your question? Okay,
4: I I, I believe that because they're coming through, and we're misreading how they're coming through. Are there aliens?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, there's. I knew there's, that. I knew that. I yeah. wanted to see what you had say would say. Well, there <laughs> there are billions of galaxies. And planets and all of that, if not trillions. So how? Why should we be
4: the only ones here? No, there's. I always tell that to
0: my husband. And shoot, they
4: catch it on camera all the time now. So something's coming up down the road. Something.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well,
4: I appreciate you answering that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So 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 counties entertainment.
4: To a house that's uh, you know in the that's built in the 1700s, we shouldn't be scared. It will be all spirits at one time or another.
0: Well, all spirits are pure love, so you can talk to them, and then they're going to answer you immediately if you ask a question or you make a statement and say, hey, who's in here? So You're going to get a name. Like when I was answering this question that was submitted online from Lori, I asked, who, who are the spirits in the house? And I get, it's the David Armstrong family. Well, that's random. Why is that name coming in? Which led me to Google them. And then I find all this information about a David Armstrong that lived there in that area. And a lot of the information I got was corroborated with historical documents. So anybody can do well, this. This is what I teach in my groups, class.
4: That your radio show, they're going to feel a lot better when they go into one of these houses to uh,
0: investigate <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well thanks for such a great question though I appreciate it thanks for calling in happy Halloween thank you okay you alrighty Bye-bye. Okay, bye bye okay let's go let's go to let's see who's next I think Amy's our next caller hi Amy hi Amy Amy, are you off mute? No? Well, I think Amy's having some trouble there. So let's go to Laura next. Hi, Laura. Hello. Hi, Laura.
9: Hi. Hi. Oh, I didn't expect to get through.
0: Here you are. How are you this evening?
9: I'm doing okay. How are you doing?
0: I'm well, thanks. Where are you calling us from? I am calling from uh, Rockport, Maine. Okay. Terrific. You got a question for me? I
9: do. And I'm running to plug you in. So I'm not on speakerphone. I really honestly didn't expect to get through to you. So, yes. Okay. Hi. Um, I don't have a specific question, but I am, I've been very drawn to calling you. Um, I, I, better. Uh,
0: yeah, sounds
4: great.
9: Oh, oh, good. Okay. Good. Hi. So, um, I don't know. I feel like multiple signs have pointed to my calling you. Um, I'm not sure that I have one specific question, but i I do have some concerns. Um, and i I don't know. can you just scan me? I did have a root canal removed in um, November that I thought would clear up some um, issues that I was having,
0: and I think it helped quite a bit but um, are you getting anything? Well, just because of time's sake, because I have a bunch of other people on hold, if you have a specific question, I'm happy to look at your root canal if you want. That would be best. Okay, can you you do that, you? Yeah, why don't you think about it? I'm going to need to take a quick break, and when I come back, I will scan you and we'll see what's going on with your root canal. Stay with us, everybody. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Before the break, we were talking with Laura from Maine. And, Laura, you were telling me that you had a root canal done
9: recently? No. Actually, I had the root canal done when I was um, a teenager. And Mm -hmm. I felt that it was uh, causing some um, issues with my health and uh, chose to have it removed.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
9: Um, I am wondering if that was actually the case and, um, if it was a wise move
0: and it's, and if I'm actually improving. I get a yes that it was in your best interest to get it removed. What I saw, I scanned you over the break and what I saw was the lower left side molars, the, your last two teeth on the lower left side of your palate that, Gum line looks really irritated there. So okay. be really careful when you're flossing. Be sure that you do that well. But I think for a couple of days, just because of what I was seeing, what I did was I, I, it's not infected, but it's irritated. So just as a precaution, I applied anti inflammatory energy there, Laura. And okay. do you have, do you have liquid colloidal silver by any chance? Um, I do not, but I can get it. But, you know,
9: ironically, while I, <laughs> while I was on hold waiting for you and listening to the phone, I was flossing my teeth. <laughs> so does that have anything oh, to do with the inflammation?
0: Perfect. No, I, I don't know. It just looks inflamed <laughs> to me to the point, but that's hilarious. Cause I was like, okay, be sure you're flossed back there. Um, the colloidal silver, the liquid colloidal silver bacteria can't grow in a metallic environment. So I, would take a little bit, get a, get a little glass, a little orange juice glass and put a little bit of colloidal silver in it and then add water to it and gargle with it. Not, not even gargle, swish it in your mouth and maybe even lean your head over to the left and be sure that it gets that area really good. I would do that a couple of times just to head off problems at the past, but I didn't see any any issue with root canal, so that makes sense because you got it removed. I'm looking for a root canal and that you just haven't. I'm thinking, all right, I'm not seeing it, but stranger things have happened.
9: Are are you able to tell if it was causing some sort of a stress on my system?
0: I get a yes on that when I ask the question. Yeah, I get a yes. I I get that it was in your best interest to get it removed. So good move. Good job. Good job. Thanks so much for calling this evening. Okay, thank you. Take care. You bet. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, let's go to Linda next. Hi, Linda. Oh, hello. Hi. How are you? Oh, I I,
11: I took you off speaker. I couldn't hear you, but I hear you now. Perfect. Um, I have a, yes? I have a question about a medical issue that I have, I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have chronic pain in my neck, and it's been there, like, as long as I can remember, and a, a real tightness in my shoulders and kind of goes down my spine. And uh, I've worked with doctors and healers and acupuncturists and shock therapy and physical therapy and neurokinetic therapy and chiropractic, and now I'm coming to you. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Well, no no pressure I'm there, girl. Really <laughs> wanting,
11: I'm really wanting, you know, a permanent resolution. You know, when I do chiropractic it lasts for like a day, and then I come right back mm-hmm. out of line again. And mm-hmm. I'm on muscle relaxants all the time, and I can't sleep at night because I can never feel comfortable. I get aggravated laying down, sitting, exercising.
0: Wow. And it's been yes, going on for a long a- time?
11: A long time, yes, forever. I'm sixty nine, I would say I remember even in high school
0: being in pain. Oh goodness. Were you in a car accident or something, Linda? Um, the earliest thing that could have affected it was as an instant I
11: had my thymus radiated and they could have hit some of those muscles going up, you know, from shoulders to neck. Um that was suggested to me. Also, I've had, you know, five whiplashes and a strangulation,
0: but um, oh. it's been <laughs> a long time. Just by the way, oh, by the way, my goodness, girl. All right. I know. where are you? Ca- where are you calling us from? I'm calling from California, Fairfield. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, get you on my radar. Let's see what's going on with your neck. So it looks to me like... Your, your head tilts to the left a little bit. I just watched a chiropractic adjustment get you straight and I am seeing a little bit of disc degeneration on the left side of your neck. So I'm propping up the vertebrae and I am pushing a little bit of stem cell energy next to the disc, just kind of putting a dollop on the end of the disc. You've got two discs that are in play on the left side. And there's a vortex that's formed above them that's generating new disc material. This stem cell energy is the coolest stuff because it'll regenerate any body part we need. I've even had it in healings i've seen it used and then the whatever body part we were working on shows up on scans later at the doctor's office and i've had doctors call me and say what are you doing with my patient how does this stuff work which is a riot so there's this little netting that's applied at the end of the vertebrae to keep that disc in, those discs in linda and it looks like little fish netting the kind you'd use to get a goldfish out of a fish bowl or an aquarium so mm-hmm. that's that's happening now. It's going to keep your head straight. Do you find that you lean that your neck leans to the left, that your head leans to the left?
11: Uh, more I notice my whole left side of my body is pretty tight.
0: Mhm. I think that's what's going on from what I'm seeing. So hopefully that will help and it'll make it better and uh and help with that with the chiro- oh. I think the chiropractic what they're doing is they're getting your skeletal system back in line. Mhm. Yeah. So continue with it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But hopefully this will help it stay longer. Or do you do you do yoga or anything like that for stretching? I do qigong. Well, that's close. Yeah. I I think anything like that is really good, and that's going to help. But, yeah, I would absolutely continue to do the chiropractic.
11: Okay. And I also go to a naturopath who does a little cranial sacral on me.
0: Great. Sounds like you're covering all your bases. Hopefully this healing will help with those degenerative discs. Oh, thank you so much. I hope it gives you some relief. You bet. Thanks for calling tonight. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. You bet. Uh Bye-bye okay let's go to who we have next let's go to i have mercy and alex so hi guys can you hear me you may need to unmute yourselves on that see if i can get you to come on i can see you but i can't hear you oh oh, oh. There, can there you, you hear me are you? yes i can hi great hi how are oh, you Is this Mercy or Alex? This is Mercy, yeah. Hi, Mercy. Where are you calling us from? We're calling from Minneapolis. Okay, terrific. I heard you guys got some of that white stuff up there recently. Sure do, but it's melting, which is nice. (laughs) Good. Okay, good. Well, welcome. You got a question for me?
3: Yeah, we're wondering if you can
7: scan my husband Alex's shoulder. Yeah. I'm having some problems with it.
0: Okay. Did he injure it? He uh, injured it doing some some weightlifting. Oh, being a manly man, huh? Okay. So what I'm doing is here comes my laser beam from Birmingham heading up to you in the Twin Cities. All right. Got Alex. All right. Is it his right shoulder? The energy went to his right shoulder. It's his left. Okay, well, I'm going to look at the right shoulder because something's going on in the right shoulder too because I just follow where the energy goes first. So let me see what's happening in the right shoulder. Um, did he injure his right shoulder before? Maybe maybe even a long time ago. He's got a little bone chip in the right shoulder joint. So I'm slapping a little stem cell energy in there to regenerate that. It's at the top. Has he had pain in his right shoulder before?
7: No, he's saying it's still his left.
0: Okay. That's but, your, that your left shoulder.
7: That's your but oh, wait, not
4: okay
0: yeah. It's in his left. But body. maybe maybe before I don't know. This may be something from when he was little, but so he's got a he's got a healed right shoulder too, from a little bit of a bone chip. It was like a little divot in the bone in the joint. So I put stem cell energy in there to regenerate that. Sometimes as we age those those little uh chips can get really sharp and and irritate soft tissue. So let me look at his left shoulder and see what's going okay. on. Can he raise his arm above his head? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where does it where does it hurt? On the back, the backside the back side of the shoulder, like on his back or, on, or in the shoulder joint? More toward the rotator cuff, he says. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. That's why I'm asking. Okay, so he's got a little bit of a tear in his rotator cuff. And so I'm putting stem cell energy. He's going to be like the bionic man here by the time we're done with him this evening. <laughs> so I'm I'm putting some stem cell energy in there and stitching it. So it looks like a V, you know, if you get a tear and then it forms kind of a V shape where the bottom part's okay. still attached. Rotator cuffs will heal on their own. A lot of people have surgery on them and sometimes they'll heal faster if you have surgery, but they're gonna heal on their own as well. And hopefully this will help with that. The funny thing about orthopedic healings, Mercy, is that I watch the body part get tested, so I'm watching him move his arm around in circles frontwards backwards up down raising it above his head all of that out in front of him to the side so hopefully that'll help tell him i hope he feels better thanks for calling you You bet stay with us everybody we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back Welcome back, everybody. We've got more people on hold, and our next caller is Miss Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I hope that you're safe and sound. We are, thanks. Made it through the hurricane with just a few branches and debris in the yard, so we're all good, and, and I hope you are too. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Queens, New York. Queens. All right. You got a quick question for me?
10: Yes, but um, I've been having uh, acid reflux on and off for several years. And mm-hmm. this summer, I unfortunately had a lot of, I ate a lot of sulfur. So since August, I've been having a lot of heatness back of my throat. I said, okay, I know that's acid reflux. Uh, as soon as I do my juice, it'll be better. But now it's starting to get more pronounced. And I've been noticing over the last few weeks, every time I eat, I know when I have my breakfast lunch dinner, I'm coughing while, my heart races, and I do feel the heatness, so just the other day, it was recommended that I get some coconut milk um, and I read online about how ginger and I knew many years ago that ginger can help the inflamed esophagus and um, and honey does too. so that's what I did last few days. Tuesday, I was so uncomfortable that I bought the ginger. It felt a little bit better by today, I was feeling great. I Every time I had breakfast, lunch, and dinner today, I caught once, no heart racing. I'm just concerned because all this salsa that I had during the summer could have damaged my esophagus. And I'm praying so hard that it doesn't,
11: that it didn't.
0: I, I got you on my radar while you were talking, Patty. Your esophagus looks fine. It looks a little irritated. I put anti-inflammatory energy in it. Reflux is normally a gut biome imbalance. Okay. Your gut biome's out of whack. So, have you done the gut biome test yet? That I talk about all the time. No, um, I know that I did try to look that up
10: because I'm in New York City. In New yeah. York, they have this big thing about hair analysis and that. That they even the the twenty three and Me, I can't
0: do it here in New York. Okay, for some reason, right. New
10: York is like... Well,
0: yeah. Get some brain octane oil, Patty. It's it's a highly refined coconut oil and uh-huh. you can get it online at Amazon. You can get it at Whole Foods. You can get it at a lot of stores. I've even seen it at CVS. And use a little bit of that on your food, especially a couple uh-huh. of times a day, maybe with lunch and dinner. I use it on salads. It's a natural antifungal. It's going to help you feel better. It's going to help reduce the yeast. Yeast is what's causing the the inflamed esophagus and uh, the acid reflux. So stay away yeah, from a- Tums and that kind of stuff. Prilosec, that kind of stuff, it makes it worse because it lessens the acid in your stomach, and then your food can't digest. So get some brain octane oil, and that'll help.
10: And um, I'm I was, as I said, I was very scared that the more nope, I let the acid reflux go, the yeah. more it's going to. You're damage good. the esophagus even more.
0: You're good. You're good. Thanks uh, for calling. Uh, thank you. Okay. Thank take you. care. Bye bye. Bye. bye bye. All right. I've got a caller from Atlanta, and it just says Atlanta, Georgia on my, my dashboard. So, what's your name, Atlanta, Georgia? Glenda. Hi, Glenda.
3: Hi, Julie. I'm calling from you? Atlanta. I. Yeah. I'm so excited to be talking to you Wow. <laughs> um, Thanks. I'm, I'm, yeah, thank you. Um, I'm calling specifically for my mother. She yeah. has been diagnosed for the last twenty five years with PKD.
0: And um Tell everybody what to, PKD is.
3: Polycystic kidney disease.
0: I'm sorry, okay. thank
3: you for that clarification. Yeah. And um she has declined in health over the last couple of years, and I recently got your book, um, Angelic Ascendants. Thank you so much for that as well. Aww. And I'm just wondering if you can um, tell me or help me understand how to best help her. Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't seem to be very proactive in wanting to get better, and I'm not putting that out there because it isn't what she desires, but I think she's lost hope.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: um, she's currently in the hospital, and I'm just wondering if you can help me figure out some way to either help her go and not be miserable anymore, or get her well and let her enjoy her life here.
0: What came in was have her give her my book to read, let her read my book, okay. and tell me her her name, Glenda. I've just got a couple minutes left, so tell me her name. I know her name yeah. is Marcia. Marsha. Okay. I'm going to connect to her. She's in phase four of 12 of the 12 phases of transition. So she's begun her transition. Let her read my book. And if she can't read it, get her the audio book form and uh, let her listen to it. She's right now, she's dying, but I think that will help her feel better about letting go. And what I get is you can tell her that you're you're here to support her, whatever her decisions are. If she wants to get better, fine. If she's tired and she just wants to go, that's fine, too. Okay. All right.
3: Thank you so much, Julie. God bless you. And I, I love your work. I love what you're doing. I, I try to listen to you and, and follow you as much as I can.
0: Oh, thanks so much. Would you do me a favor and leave an Amazon review for Angelica? Yes. It helps other people find it. And anybody that's listening, if you'd leave an Amazon review for the book, it really helps others find it. And usually, Glenn, it's people who have a loved one who's dying or or is in, sometimes it's families that have just lost a loved one. And it, and it brings them so much comfort. So Well, uh,
3: and it's great, so I appreciate that. I will tell you, I sent you an email for myself, so maybe sometime I can talk to you again, and I may even try to call or schedule an appointment with you.
0: That would be great. I would love that. The um the, you sent a, a question online? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Terrific. Well, I will look for it. And uh thanks so much for calling and good luck with your mom. I'm I'm unable to scan her medically, Glenda, simply because her spirit's out of her body. Now, that doesn't mean that she's gonna die anytime soon because sometimes they can go in and out of the different phases of transition and she's not even halfway yet. Because six would be halfway of twelve, but uh-huh. she has entered the the transition phases, so okay. that will that will help. Do you have family from out of town that will want to see her? Ah, uh, yes. Okay, bring them in. Have them come see her. So, good luck with all of that. And thanks for calling. Everybody, thanks for listening this week. And call in next week with your questions, and I will do my best to answer them. Happy Halloween. Hope you have a wonderful trick or treat, and I'll see you
1: next week. Take care, everybody. Bye. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. Thank you.